Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Gotta be feeling good about what Mike White's done today. On third and four, he'll look to throw. In zone, Wilson, a big play downfield. Wilson still going along the sideline. He's not going to go down. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. Rodgers in trouble again, and he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And we are going to talk about the five tiers of possibilities at quarterback for the New York Jets, statistically driven here by our stat specialist, Haley English, who has broken down all of these quarterbacks through different statistics and figured out which guys belong on each of the five tiers. Haley, thanks so much for coming back on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. We got 14 quarterbacks, I believe, that we're going to rank, and uh, all of them are not named Zach Wilson. So pretty <laughs> much all an upgrade, but uh, clearly some better than others. There would be many, many tears if Zach Wilson was the quarterback again in 2023, but I don't think that's going to happen. However, we should start with the tier at the top, which is best realistic options. And there are three names on that list. Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Aaron Rodgers. Haley, why are these three quarterbacks on tier one? Yeah, so Carr, Rodgers, and Garoppolo are basically the three names that have been circling that have been circling around the Jets uh, for a while now, ever really since the end of the season. And uh, they're three great quarterbacks and easily are going to elevate this offense. Uh, Derek Carr specifically will go in, into him first. Um, he's been like a really respectable quarterback um, who's just been let down by his defense. Uh, he's 31, so he's still pretty young. Played nine seasons with the Raiders, and um, he hasn't like been a career winner, but he's the definition of wins are not a quarterback stat because the Raiders' defense has allowed 26.3 points per game with Carr under center, and that's the most out of any quarterback in NFL history. The Raiders' defense has never been ranked above 20th, and they've been 32nd a couple of times with Carr. So. He's great at moving the ball downfield. He averages nearly 250 yards passing uh, per game in his career, which is great. Um, and he started throwing the ball more downfield as he got Devontae Adams this season. Uh, and the Raiders offense in 2022 put up 19 plus points in 80% of that game in 80% of their games. And we'll talk about that 19 plus. That's kind of the key number that the Jets offense in 2023 is going to want to hit per game because their defense only allowed about 18 points per game uh, this past season, and the offense just could never get it done. So we'll evaluate the percent of the times that each of these quarterbacks have scored 19-plus points in both 2022 and their career. And a lot of them are well up into the 80% and uh, would have easily gotten the Jets a ton of wins uh, this past season. And hopefully, if one of them comes to the Jets, 
look at wins in the future. So then we can move to Aaron Rodgers. Again, a really respectable quarterback, um, has had a stellar career with the Packers. He's probably the most Super Bowl or bust quarterback on this list just because he's 39, he's up there, and he's probably only got one to two years of like really good football left. Um, he is coming off of not his best season after winning back-to-back MVPs just because he lost Devontae Adams, he lost uh, MVS, and he was kind of thrown into a receiving core that was mostly consisting of rookies and Alan Lazard and, yeah, not the best uh, group around him. So he obviously had a down year, but he's one of the most careful quarterbacks with the football in his career. He's averaged 4.5 touchdowns for every interception and puts up over 250 yards passing per game. His completion percentage is 65.3 in his career, which is super high. So I think with playmakers like Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, they could almost act as uh, a previous Devontae Adams and a uh, Aaron Jones, and I think they have the potential of being there. So I think Rodgers could easily get back on track of where he left off his back-to-back MVP seasons. And then finally, we'll move into Jimmy Garoppolo. He is is the most risky out of these solid quarterback options just because in the past five seasons he's had three season ending injuries which is not great so you're gonna you're gonna need to bring in or keep a very solid backup quarterback who you know can win games if you bring in Jimmy Garoppolo but he's completed over 67 percent of his passes in his career that's top 10 I think in NFL history um he is just a known winner he's won 70 percent of his games he hasn't put up the most passing yards but the Shanahan system is so quarterback friendly and he's had a strong run game his entire career that um, he's just been a great quarterback overall. Um, but he's been kind of a product of the weapons around him. So Debo Samuel, George Kittle and the strong run game have averaged almost seven yards after the catch per completion, which is the highest out of any quarterback on this list. So that's the biggest concern with Jimmy Garoppolo that he may just be a product of his weapons and his injuries uh, could be very concerning. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. The second tier involves quarterbacks that may not necessarily be known to be available at this moment. Guys that the Jets could explore via a trade. This is based on what Josina Anderson reported that there are quarterbacks out there that are not being talked about right now that the Jets could potentially target if they don't get Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, or Jimmy Garoppolo. Talk about who you have on that tier. Yeah, so there's a bunch of quarterbacks who could potentially be traded for. I don't think any of these are very likely. I don't think Joe Douglas is going to want to give up too much draft capital to obtain one of these quarterbacks. But uh, I've got four quarterbacks on this list, uh, being Lamar Jackson, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, and Jared Goff. I didn't really include Daniel Jones or Geno Smith. I just think they're going to stay with their teams, and I don't think they're as much of an upgrade as these four quarterbacks. Um, But we can start with Lamar Jackson, he's probably um, the best quarterback out of these four just because of his rushing ability, um, but he's not the best passer on this list. Uh, he does he has not had the best weapons in his career. I'd say the best receiving option he's had is Mark Andrews, and he's not even a wide receiver. Um, they traded Marquise Brown, so he was kind of left with like no wide receivers this past year, um, and I think that's kind of why he doesn't really pass for a lot of yards per game, but he's a former MVP. Um, he, The Ravens with him have scored 19 plus points in nearly 90% of their games in his uh, career with the Ravens. 
which is absolutely insane. So they're moving the ball downfield, even though Lamar's not passing for a ton of yards. Um, but overall, great quarterback. And I don't think that the Jets would take a swing on him just because it's going to take a lot to obtain him. And he has had two basically season-ending injuries the past two seasons. So I don't think it's worth the risk for them uh, to give up all that draft capital. So the second one we have is Kirk Cousins, and he's probably the most intriguing option for me. Uh, he's a very accurate passer, completing nearly 67% of his passes in his career. Throws for about 260 yards per game, um, puts up a bunch of points. So he's overall like a great quarterback. He just can't win the big games, uh, but he's had Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. So great receiving options. So there's no doubt that Garrett Wilson could be like a force to be reckoned with if Cousins is that quarterback. Uh, then we can move to Dak Prescott. He is, or he, his stats are basically the same as Kirk Cousins. Uh, so again, like passing for nearly 260 yards per game, completing, uh, 66.5% of his passes in his career. He's throwing the ball downfield, so averaging 8.2 air yards per attempt, and they're putting up 19 points uh, a ton of time. So Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins, just overall, like, great options. Dak Prescott has had a problem with interceptions recently um they're not the most stable stat year over year so i see him improving next year and not throwing as many but he basically took the cowboys out of games and essentially lost that playoff game for him with the interception so that's the biggest concern with him and then finally have jared goff i think he stays with the lions like 99 percent um but again just overall a solid quarterback i don't think he's really gotten the respect he deserves since he was traded to the Lions along with a ton of draft picks uh, so that the Rams could get Matthew Stafford. Um, but he's been to a Super Bowl. Um, he moves the ball downfield very well in each game. And this past season, he was very careful with the football, throwing 4.1 touchdowns for every interception. He's gotten better with his receiving options, and uh, he was just let down by their really weak defense. Uh, and he's been healthy his whole career, so that's another upside with Goff. But, yeah, overall, those four quarterbacks – Great options. I don't think it's likely that the Jets trade for them, but um, I think like if they do, then the fan base should be very happy with any of those options. On the third tier, you call this fan base would be disappointed, but would be decent options. And one of the guys on this tier, because there's two quarterbacks on here, has been getting a lot of buzz. That's Ryan Tannehill. The other hasn't because it's just been assumed that he's going to remain in Green Bay, and that is Jordan Love. But if Aaron Rodgers emerges from his darkness cave and decides he wants to stay in Green Bay, then the Packers are going to have to figure out what to do. One of those two guys has to be traded because the Packers have to decide by May whether or not they want to pick up Jordan Love's 50-year option, and it's $20 million, which means they cannot pick up that option if Rodgers is still there. They can't be paying quarterbacks $80 million. It's impossible to do in today's NFL. So if somehow Aaron Rodgers remains the quarterback in Green Bay, Jordan Love becomes a very interesting option. I think he could be a really good quarterback, only 24 years old, limited action, but he's flashed, especially last year against the Philadelphia Eagles, a Super Bowl defense. He did very, very well against them. So I think this would be fascinating if he became available. Now that said, I'm not sure it's going to happen, but he and Tannehill are options that, as you said, they're not the ones that are at the top of people's lists, but they should probably be higher on people's lists than they are. Yeah, these two quarterbacks are definitely not worst case scenario. I know that like the fan base should be disappointed if they um, become the next Jets starting quarterback just because of the better options and better names out there right now. 
So these guys are kind of like we couldn't get one of our top three quarterbacks kind of guys, but they're definitely still solid options. I know like love is a big question mark, but I think he's got potential. So let's start with Ryan Tannehill. Um, he's 34, so he he's getting up on the older side, but he's been a decent quarterback his whole career. Um, he took the Titans to the number one seed uh, in the AFC last season. Um, but th- after losing AJ Brown, he kind of had an off year. I know he had an injury also. So, um, definitely a weird year for Tannehill. And I'm not sure his future in Tennessee is like he's actually going to stay there, but he had a similar year to Aaron Rodgers just because he lost his number one receiving option and was kind of thrown in with a bunch of rookie receivers and unproven receivers. So, um, but you've seen what he can do with AJ Brown and when he had Julio Jones and Derrick Henry. So, um, Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall and Elijah Moore can definitely become those type of players. So I don't think Tannehill's a horrible option, but he's definitely not the flashiest name out there. And then we can move to Jordan Love. So yeah, there's no way in all that Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers are on, are both on the Packers next year. So one's going to go, probably one's going to stay. I think Jordan Love stays in Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers ends up leaving. I just don't know if he's going to, uh, if Rodgers is going to retire go to the Jets or go to the Raiders. I feel like those are the three options. Um, but yeah, I really liked what Jordan Love's brought to the table. Um, I really liked what he did uh, against the Eagles. I know like Christian Watson did a lot of the work when he had the big yards after the catch. Um, but Jordan Love has so much potential. I know the Packers are really high on him. Um, so yeah, decent option. I know it was a big question mark. and I don't think the fan base would love bringing in a big question mark at quarterback just because they want a proven winner basically at this point. But uh, I'd be okay with any of these options. I wouldn't be like amazed, but just decent. As far as options that might be incredibly underwhelming and disappointing, that's where we get to tier number four. Now, it's not the absolute worst case scenario, but it's not a good scenario if the Jets are getting one of these quarterbacks. Yeah, these are like nearing worst case scenarios. So we've got two quarterbacks in this tier. Uh, being Baker Mayfield and Mike White. So it's they're not panic button worthy, but if either of these quarterbacks are starting on the Jets in, in 2023, it's not a good sign. And basically, like, they have exhausted almost all their options. So let's look at Baker Mayfield. So I don't think he's, like, as bad a quarterback as people think he is. Um, it would be funny if he ends up playing for the Jets after being drafted two picks before Darnold. Um, and he had that one great year with the Browns where he took them pretty far in the playoffs. And that was when he had uh, Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry on the team. Um, he does like to throw the ball downfield, so he averaged his 8.5 air yards per attempt. Uh, that's pretty high. Uh, he was a lot more conservative when he went to the Rams this season. Um, I don't, the Rams had a weird year, so I don't, I wouldn't judge like his yards per attempt for being so low and it was just a strange year for him because he was on the Panthers, didn't have a great year, and then went to the Rams, had a couple of really good games. Um, but I definitely like the potential with him. He's not the most accurate. He could be more careful with the football, but I think he's a better option than uh, the quarterbacks that will be, that will be on the next, uh, like the lowest tier. And then we can move to Mike White. I know he's already on the Jets, so I don't think he's an option because they've said that they want to explore the veteran quarterback market and bring someone in. So I think Mike White could be a high-quality backup for the Jets this year, especially if they bring in Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, But he's a definite upgrade over Zach Wilson. He moves the ball downfield. That's his biggest, best quality. Um, He nearly averaged 300 yards passing this season, and and in his career he's averaged nearly 270 yards passing per game. 
but his biggest problem is that he throws a ton of interceptions and really doesn't throw the touchdowns. Um, so he's the only quarterback on this list that's averaging um, more t- or more interceptions than touchdowns. So obviously that's not great. Um, he isn't throwing the ball as far downfield, so his air yards per attempt are only 6.8 for his career and 7.5 in 2022. So you want to see them throwing it a little more downfield than just taking the easy check down because that might not obviously accumulate as much yards as you want to to move the ball downfield. But overall, an upgrade over Zach Wilson, but I don't think he's going to um, be considered for the starting role uh, this upcoming season. Now we get to the actual worst case scenarios. As I joked before, Haley, we have five tiers of these quarterbacks. And this tier, I think, would produce actual tears, like crying from Jets fans, if one of these guys ended up being the quarterback for the Jets in 2023. I also think it would probably produce pink slips for everybody in the front office and on the coaching staff as well. Talk a little bit about who you have there. Oh, yeah. Like, the panic button should be hit if any of these three quarterbacks are starting for week one in 2023, unless, like, barring a giant injury and they had to bring in someone, like, back up uh, last second. But, uh, yeah, I don't think Joe Douglas would do this to the fan base. He knows that these quarterbacks are not great options to start in the NFL. But we're going to talk about them anyway. So um, the first is Gardner Minshew. He's a solid backup quarterback. I don't know why he's been rumored to the Jets. Um, but he's not terrible, but he's not starter worthy on like a win now roster that the Jets have. That's pretty much just a quarterback away. Um, he had two starts this year with the Eagles uh, while Jalen Hurts was hurt. Um, and he did average 314 yards passing. Um, his yards per attempt were high, his air yards per attempt were high. Um, but that's a product of the weapons he had. The Eagles offense was just surrounded by great weapons, AJ Brown, uh, Devonta Smith. So they, like his stats were very skewed this year and he didn't come up with the win in, in either of those games. They scored 19 points in one of them. Um, but his completion percent was well below 60%. So, he would fit the New York market, but um, he's a more conservative quarterback in his career, uh, with the exception of the two games this past season. Um, I don't think he's going to throw the ball downfield as much, and he's just not that accurate. So then we'll move to Jacoby Brissett. I contemplated putting him in the tier above this because I think he's a little better quarterback than the three on this tier. Um, but again, he should not be the Jets starting quarterback this upcoming season. Um, he's the, yeah, he's the most solid of this bottom three. Um, he did have a decent first half of the season with the Browns before Deshaun Watson came back. And arguably, I think he played, played better than Deshaun Watson. Um, but again, he's not that accurate, just completing over 60% of his passes. Um, he's not really moving the ball downfield. So only averaging 207 yards per game, uh, not really throwing the ball, throwing the ball far downfield, um, and he hasn't been scoring 19-plus points in a ton of the games. So in his career, he's only scored 19-plus points 62% of the time. We really want to get that average um, higher so that the Jets could obviously be kept in games with their defense. Um, and then finally, we'll move to Sam Darnold. Um, it would be very funny if Darnold comes back to the Jets. I think there's no way at all that he does. Um, he's the least accurate quarterback on this list. Uh, he's completed well below 60% of his passes and is only averaging uh, 210 yards passing per game. He's thrown a ton of interceptions, a ton of interceptions in his career. Doesn't really put up points on offense. Um, this past season is a little skewed because 
Uh, they did have great weapons in Carolina, and his yards after the catch per completion was 7.1, which is like outstanding. So Christian McCaffrey was taking the screen passes for long yards. DJ Moore was taking the ball downfield after the catch. So he's kind of getting credit for what the receivers and running backs were doing. But overall, he's proven that he wasn't a good fit with the Jets offense in the past, and he really shouldn't be considered to be successful on the Jets in the future. Haley, do you think it's fair to say that if the Jets get somebody from one of the top three tiers, they at least have a fighting chance to make the playoffs in 2023? But if they get somebody from tier four or tier five, it's going to be an uphill battle from day one. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think the biggest question mark in the top three tiers is Jordan Love. So like, I don't know if it's like a shoe and that the Jets will make the playoffs with him, but um, he's still like a better option, I think, than the quarterbacks in the bottom two tiers. Haley English, our stats specialist over at playlikeajet.com. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the tiers of quarterbacks with me, all five of them. Like I said, if the Jets wind up with somebody from tier four or tier five, they're going to produce some real tears, like actual crying. A lot of frustration after 12 years of this team not making the playoffs. So hopefully they find a way to get a major upgrade at quarterback. Would be nice if they could get somebody off of one of the top tiers. We're going to find out soon enough. For those that want to check out your work, it's over at playlikeajet.com. They can follow you on social media as well. Talk about how people can follow you on Twitter and also some stuff that you've got cooking for us coming up at playlikeajet.com. Yeah, my Twitter handle is at HaleyEEnglish17. Um, I'm going to have a write-up of this entire thing, so you're going to get to see all of the stats basically colored um, based on if they're the best and if they're the worst. So that's going to be cool um, to see. And then pretty soon, like free agency is going to start, and we're going to uh, see which free agents that the Jets should keep, which should they um, get rid of, and which should they bring in, especially maybe an offensive lineman, maybe a safety linebacker, something like that. Um, so the biggest question marks that position, like other than quarterback, we'll be uh, analyzing pretty soon. Make sure that you follow Haley on Twitter and check out all of her work over at playlikeajet.com. Check out the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel as well. We've got some awesome All-22 breakdowns up there, including long breakdowns of both Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr. So watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com.